0: Amen. Let's pray, church, as you sit down. Father in heaven, we just thank you for this moment. We can come here, or we can worship you in spirit and in truth. And I just want to thank you and praise you for the powerful worship we've already had this morning, God, just to be able to be here in the house of the Lord, praising you. Uh, it's, it's, it's a rare opportunity across this country this Sabbath, and we don't take it for granted, Father. We praise and we thank you for it.
1: Lord, we just want to give our hearts
0: to you in this moment now. As I present your word, may they be your words. Would you rid me of myself? Give every single one of us receptive hearts to what you're saying. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much to our worship team. Really appreciate you guys. Add so much value to our church each week. And yeah, we, just, we love to sing together, church. Amen. So good. Even with masks. Thanks, man. So what is truth? What is truth? Not, Not the Flintstones, the Flintstones. I, I didn't realise that, was, that. was already on the screen. <laughs> it's, it's a question that I think we all ask ourselves from time to time, or, time, or probably have or will ask at some point, point. What, what is truth? I think I was it was rightly pointed, pointed out towards the, the start this of this program, program that truth is something that's really important but can be difficult to come by these days, days right? Um, um, the the idea, idea of truth, it changes so much, right? As a society, the way we view truth, the way we think about truth changes so much. And, and to, to illustrate, illustrate this, I want to, I want to start with, with a game, game okay? I'm going to start with a game, and I love what Murray said, one of the fruits of the Spirit is winning, well, one, one I'm still trying to work on, on a lot, uh, especially in AFL. AFL, I don't know if my West Coast, West Coast Eagles are going to make the finals this year, but
1: we're praying for a, for a miracle to happen this afternoon against Brisbane, we
0: shall, we shall see. Why don't why we don't stand up, church? We're going to play this game. Come on, let's stand up. I need your help with this. We're going to play a game of heads and tails, Okay. Now, there's this thing called the Mandela Mandela Effect, and I've seen it moving around a bit on TikTok, a bit on the reels recently, so So people, you might have seen some of these before, but But what the Mandela Mandela Effect is, is it's when people as a community remember something that didn't actually happen or remember the wrong thing, thing. okay? Okay? So, So to to illustrate this, I'm going to put some pictures on the screen, and what I want you to do is you've got to select the picture that is correct, okay? Okay? This, this one, one really tricked me, so I'm hoping we, we, we get, a get a bit of trickery, trickery happening, happening here. Just, just to illustrate the, the point. But this is on, on screen right now. I, I want you, if you think that the correct logo is the one on the, the left-hand side, I want you to put your hands on your head. If, if, if you, you think, think the, the correct one is the one, one, the one, one on the right-hand right side, side, I want you to put your hands on your tail. Okay, So don't discuss it. You need to think for yourself, which one is the correct logo? I'm not seeing many people committing which is the correct logo here. Is it the the flint stones or is it the flint stones? All right, you You got got five five seconds, seconds, four, three, that's that's heads, that's tails, tails, two, one. So the correct is tails. So if you had your hands on your head, I'm gonna have to ask you to sit down. If you had your hands on your tail, you can stay standing. Wow, we remembered the wrong thing, didn't we? It's, it's not, not the Flintstones, Flintstones, it's the Flintstones.
1: The, the second, second one, one Fruit
0: Loops. One, one of the cereals, cereals I was not allowed to eat as a eat child. child. Which, Which is, is the correct one? Left side is heads, right side is, right side his tails. is tails. Which, Which is, is correct? correct? Is it Fruit Loops or Fruit Loops? Three, two, one. It is the misspelled Fruit Loops. Well, We've got, got quite, quite a few left. left. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping it's redemption, redemption time for section D, because section A came a in clutch at, at the end there. there. What's, What's the third, third one? one? Looney tunes. tunes. All, All right, right. Maybe, maybe a bit outdated for some of our younger friends and friends family. family here, yours, but Looney tunes, tunes, which is the correct. correct? Is it tunes or tunes? How good, How good is your memory? If it's, it's left-hand side, hands on head. If it's right-hand side, hands on your tail. I've seen a lot of hands on heads, but it could backfire. You ready? Three. Three. Two, one. One. Whoa. Oh no, how about,
1: how about that? that it's, it's crazy, crazy like, hey like, like you, you see these things
0: and you're like, like is, is it right is, is it, right? it, is it right? wrong
1: I'm, I'm very impressed with those that
0: are still in because I, I got piped out, out at like the first one, one the first and then and i was like, like, like i'll try, try the second one lost that one, one too tried the third one lost that one as well so it was only the fourth one that i got correct this is a bit more of a niche brand sketches they're a brand of sneaker Let's Let's see see who can get get it correct. So, So, again, left hand hand side side on your heads, right hand side on your tails. tails. Right, three, two, I can can see see you Googling it, Julian. (laughs) Three, (laughs) two, one. Oh, so who's still standing? Who's still standing?
1: We've we got a few. Nate's still standing. We've got a few at the back who, are, who I'm, I'm a bit
0: questionable, questionable about the integrity of their, their attempts, attempts, but well, well done. got a few standing. Guys, guys your, your reward is going to be a huge round of applause with much gusto from everyone else. From everyone else. Come, on, Come on, let's, let's crank, up crank up the gusto. Up the gusto. Let's, let's go. go. Yes. yes. Awesome. So, so I hope that game's helped, helped to illustrate that we can be so confident that something is correct and yet be wrong. Right? There's, there's a certain humility, humility that that forces you, you into when you get it wrong. right?
1: And, and as, I, as, I, as I reflect on that, as I think about the world
0: we, world we live in now, it's this idea of truth, it's become so subjective. right? We hear people hear say things like, like oh, discover, discover your, your truth, live your truth. Your truth. And, and I, believe I believe they have good intentions. intentions. But, but what, what it's done to this idea, idea of truth is that there's no such thing as truth that is universally agreed upon. Right? As, a as a global, global community, community, it's really hard to point at something and say, that is truth and that, that is not truth, because it's so open, open to interpretation. interpretation. And there, and there was, was a quote I came across as I was trying to process this, and it's a from a guy, a guy called, called Friedrich Nischke, and he was a German philosopher during the 1800s, and he, and he, says, says, this. he says this, he says, There are no facts, only interpretations.
1: Have you come across this idea in your lives? Anyone else? Just me? few of us, us yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Murray. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks
0: Alex. I'm, I'm sure many of us have come, come across this idea, idea that, there's that there's no, no such thing, thing as truth, right? It's all subjective. It's all, it's all up to me. me. Like, like you, you just discover your truth, your you live your truth, truth, and you go with it.
1: But maybe you've then been heard to ask, to ask the question, well, where can I find this
0: truth? Is, is it some far-off, distant place that I get to eventually when I've had enough experiences and met the right people?
1: Or is there something
0: more? I'm going to pray again, church. We're going to dive in to see what Scripture says about this topic of truth. Let's pray. Father, thank you. We can come and we can study your word in freedom, Lord. I just pray that you would speak through me now. Lord, I ask that you would give us receptive hearts to what you're saying. May this be your words and not my own. In Jesus' name, amen. So full disclosure, we're going to read through a lot of Scripture today. Okay, There's going to be a lot of Bible verses we're going to go through, and they're all going to be on the screen, so don't stress. But if, but if you don't want to be you know, getting a finger workout out trying to scroll through, through your phone, phone or you, you, know, know, you, you want, want to try and keep, keep up, feel free just to look, look at the screen. The, the first verse we're going to look at is from John 17:17, 17, 17. 17. And, and, uh, an and here we find an uh, author in Scripture who was a follower of Jesus, a very close follower, and, and he pens these words, really important words, right? Because they make an important claim that the Bible makes about itself. And he says, this is Jesus talking, he says, "...make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth."
1: And, and there's a claim that,
0: that is being made here by Jesus to say that God's word is truth. Not just correct or right, right but it is truth. And, and that's a pretty big claim, claim to, to make. But again, again we, we still, still have that question in, in the back of our minds. Of our well, mind. what is truth? What, what does, that, does that actually mean that, mean that it is truth? Is and there's a few more verses that help to give some, a bit more breadth to this idea of truth and what Scripture says. This This next next one one, here, I should have worn my glasses. glasses. I I can't can't even read that that up the back. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the the Word word of God is is alive. alive. It's alive. alive. The Word of God is alive and active. Active. Sharper Sharper than than any any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So the author points out something very, very important here.
1: And that is that truth
0: isn't a destination that we achieve or that we get to. Truth is something that is active, that is alive. It is a force at work. Truth isn't something that's distant and passive. Truth is something that's intimate.
1: Truth isn't just something that we discover. Truth is something that discovers you.
0: Truth exposes stuff about you. But when you encounter truth, you don't leave it being exactly the same.
1: Because what does it say? It's active
0: and alive. He judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Truth is active and alive. What else does the Bible say about truth? Well, in Second, Second Peter, Peter, the author there, Peter, he says, Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding.
1: Okay? He's talking about the first
0: section of Scripture where there's a lot of books that were written by people that we call prophets. right? People that were the voice of God to their community during their time on earth. He says, No prophet Sorry, Sorry, no, no prophecy, prophecy ever came from, from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative.
1: No, those prophets
0: were moved by
1: the Holy Spirit. Spirit. They, they were moved by the Holy Spirit, Spirit right?
0: And, and they spoke, spoke from, from God. God. Not, not from, from their own ideas, ideas not from, from their, their own thoughts. thoughts. They, spoke, they from spoke from God. God. Another, Another really, really important, important thing about truth. Truth, truth, truth isn't, isn't something that we can conjure up or make up by ourselves. Truth is something that comes From God. So So it's active active and alive, and and it comes from God. God. So so we get into a really important part of theology theology here, which is is called inspiration. inspiration. Right? Talking about the inspiration behind the Bible. This book right here. How much of this was penned by God, and how much of it was penned by man? That's a question a lot of people will ask. Is every single word dictated by God? Is none of it?
1: As, as I've, I've come, come to study the Bible and, and to love the Bible, what the conclusions, conclusions that I've come, come to as I've, as I've studied and learned is that
0: there are aspects of Scripture that God directly speaks. You have things, have things like the Ten, ten Commandments where it says these were the words that God gave to Moses. The Ten Words. Moses, the ten words. But other parts of Scripture, we call this the dynamic model of inspiration, all right? So you're getting a bit of theology right here. The dynamic model of inspiration suggests that prophets, just like it says in this passage here, they were given inspiration and direction from God's Spirit.
1: But they were also given the opportunity to communicate that
0: direction in words and in symbols and in stories and in ways that were going to most effectively communicate God's truths to their communities,
1: And that's that's why why the art art of interpreting Scripture scripture is an art.
0: Because because you're you're not not just trying to say, well, what does this prophecy prophecy say to my life? life? But
1: you're you're also also looking and saying, what
0: does this prophecy mean to to the original audience?
1: What does does it speak to them? them? What's the the truth truth that God's trying to communicate here? And what can I draw
0: from that that connects with my own experience?
1: That's why studying the Bible, studying Scripture, isn't a once-off thing. You're not going to learn everything you need to know about truth truth right here today. I'm sorry to break break it to you. It's It's going going to be a lifelong journey, but it will be lifelong.
0: It will be be lifelong. Here Here again we see in Psalm 119, authorised, The very essence of your words is truth. truth. All All your your just just regulations regulations will stand. For how long? Forever. Truth Truth stands forever. forever. Truth Truth doesn't change. change.
1: And, and that, that gets, gets me excited, excited, church.
0: You know why? It's because truth in God's word is something that, that I can build my, build my life around and build my life upon.
1: Because there is so much in this world that changes.
0: That changes. Right? We've, We've become, become acutely aware of that over the last 12 to 18 months. months. There are very few things that aren't subject to change. But, but there, there is a book, a book, an entire book here, of words from God that is not going to change. And there are truths in this that you can build your life, life around. around. You know, a question, question I get so much as a pastor, pastor is how do I hear God's voice? How do I position, position myself to receive truth from God?
1: You know, we hear stories of people
0: who say, oh, well, God spoke to me and said this. Or people, or people who say, say oh, I, I just so strongly sense that God was calling me to this. this. And, and, and at, at times, times we can get, get a bit jealous or a bit envious and, envious and say, well, why doesn't God speak to me like that?
1: Right? My, my guess is most of us have experienced that,
0: that, that wanting to have a deeper, deeper connection with God. God. That's, That's probably why you find yourself here today. How do I hear God's voice? And my first response most of the time is, well, how much time are you spending in His Word? How much time do you spend reading His Word and learning how He speaks?
1: Because if you want to learn God's voice
0: and learn to discern truth, You need need to start start by seeing what he's he's already already said, right? It It comes back to to this idea that I I heard once about people who, uh, they 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 study counterfeit counterfeit money, money, right? And 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 their their job job is to discern which money is true money and which money is false money, right? You've probably heard this illustration used before. But interestingly, these people who, their job is to discern the right money from the wrong money, they don't study all the different types of wrong money, Right? They, don't, they don't listen to, to, the, to the people who are talking about, about how to counterfeit money. They, they don't study all the different types. types. They, they study, study the correct, correct money. Because when they know clearly enough what the correct money is, they can tell straight away which is, is the false money. And, and so, so I wonder, church,
1: how committed are we to
0: studying study the truths of God's Word?
1: God's so, that, so that when
0: untrue, untrue things that we hear in the world around us about life About purpose, about about belonging, about about legacy, about about meaning, about about what's truly valuable, about success. How how much of God's God's word do we study so that when those ideas come, we can know know straight away away what is is true and what is not? So So maybe maybe you've asked yourself that question at some point point. How How do do I I hear hear God's voice? And And I want to challenge you study his word because he is speaking, he has spoken. And truth truth isn't isn't something that that is stagnant, that is still, still, that is passive. Truth is alive and active, and God God wants wants to speak to to you today. today. But we can can go further than that. We We can go deeper deeper than that. Because Because here in the book of John, in John chapter 1, one one of the the most incredible incredible verses of the whole Bible, Bible, says this. So so the Word, talking about the Word of God, God, the truth, the the Word became human and and made his home among us. Kind of a weird idea. Truth became human? What do you mean? He He was was full of unfailing unfailing love and faithfulness,
1: and we have seen seen
0: his glory. glory. This This isn't isn't a guess who who game. We're not not trying to to work out who it is, because it's it's the glory of the Father's Father's one and only Son.
1: So truth
0: is no longer just an idea or just something that we search for. Truth has become a person. If you you want want to find find truth, look to God's one and only son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Jesus himself says, you search the scriptures because because you you think that in them you find eternal life. But the scriptures point to to me. The greatest greatest truth in human history is Jesus Christ. Christ. His life, his death, and come on, on, his resurrection, resurrection, right? Right? Uh, I heard it said this way, that the cross of Christ is the central truth around which all other truth clusters. And if we can get that concept, it's going to change the way that we read this book. Because no longer do we look for truth in terms of a doctrine or an idea or a concept that's going to make us feel good about accumulating knowledge. Truth is a person. And studying studying truth, truth, discerning truth, isn't just about about that knowledge. It's about this person, Jesus Christ. Christ. And And it's it's about about growing that relationship with Him.
1: That's why I love being a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. As As I look through the doctrines doctrines that we believe, as 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 I I go go through, through what what I see
0: is time and time again, doctrines that point to to Jesus Unfortunately, Unfortunately, at times we, times we can get caught, caught up in, in the doctrines, doctrines themselves, right? In, in, in the ideas, in, the, in, the, how the, in how intricately we can explain them, them that we, we get, get a, get a bit, bit prideful, right? We, we get, get a bit like, like oh, we've oh, got, we got the truth. truth. But the, the truth, truth was, was never an end to itself. The truth was an end to growing a relationship with Jesus, right? Don't miss that. The truth was never an end to itself. Truth the, the truth, truth was an end to growing a relationship with Jesus,
1: See, Jesus,
0: he lived a life on this earth. He lived a perfect life, meaning he was sinless. And what he did is he paid a price that you and I deserve to pay. Not deserved past tense, deserved present tense. We deserve to pay the price that was paid by Jesus. But But what what he did is because, because as as Paul writes so so beautifully beautifully in Romans, Romans, he says, the wages of sin, so the consequence of sin, sin sin being the wrong things we do, but but not just the wrong things we do, do, the wrong that that we are, are, right? Our our, our our bentness away from good. good. I think think if if we're we're honest with ourselves, ourselves, we see that we're not perfect. No one is perfectly good. We're all sinful. Paul says, for the wages of sin is death. There's a consequence to be paid for sin. It's death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Amen. So so Jesus, what he did is he took upon himself the consequence that you and I deserve to pay.
1: And hanging on that cross, what
0: he did is he took upon himself the sin, the 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 wrongdoing, the transgression, whatever you want to call it. He took the sin of all humanity for all time upon himself. And when he said, it is finished... He wasn't wasn't just talking about breathing his his last breath.
1: What he he meant when he said, it is finished,
0: is is that humans humans would never be left to their their own means to try and save themselves. themselves. Never. Jesus Jesus paid the the price that that you and I deserve, deserve, but he didn't stay dead, right? Because the power of love is greater than the power of death. We don't serve a dead God, church. We serve a living God. Right? So, so truth, truth is, alive is alive and active. active. Jesus, Jesus is alive and active in this world today. We've seen it in the story of Roe today. today. I'm, I'm sure many, many of us could share stories of the way that Jesus has been alive and active, active in our lives. lives. Jesus rose, again, because the power of love was greater than the power of sin, the power of death, the power of the enemy. So today,
1: we serve a risen
0: Jesus. And if you haven't accepted that, if you don't believe I want to invite you Today, accept Jesus as your personal Savior. It's the best decision you can ever make. Maybe you've been struggling with doubt, with fear, with worry. You're trying to work out what to do with your life. You don't know what your purpose is, where to find genuine meaning and substance. You can find it, family. You can find it
1: in a Savior called
0: Jesus. Everything you're looking for, you can find in Jesus. Everything and more. He can guarantee you'll spend the rest of your life trying to learn all there is to know about him and he'll keep, for eternity, surprising you. He'll keep showing you more. He'll keep revealing to you more. So as we come to how we apply this, how do we take this idea of truth and make it lived in our days and our ways? Colossians 3.16 says this. Paul writes, he says, Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom that He gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts.
1: I don't usually have
0: props when I when I preach, but I thought I would show you something today, church. Um This here, these are all the Bibles I've ever owned in my life. Right here, this was the first Bible I was ever given. Remember this one, Mum and Dad? <laughs> the little <laughs> rocket Bible, right? It's tattered, it's worn a bit. Um, this Bible here I was given when I got baptized to get me through my teen years. This one here I was given when I was in my later teen years. And then this Bible that I read and study through today is the Bible I was given when I turned 18. Uh, I bought this one when I was at college to do a bit more study. It's got some wider margins on it. But these are, these are, these are my Bibles. These are, these are the books that God has used to speak to me. Uh, throughout my life, and I'm getting emotional talking about it, it's kind of weird, but, <laughs> but as, as, as I'm sharing, sharing I, I hope you, you can see that, like my, my life, the way I live my life, life I try, try to live it according, according to the words that are, that are spoken of in this book, book. But, but I think for, for so many people, people this book is, is just right? a book, right, it's, it's, it's just another, another book, book in the shelf, it's just another book that they hear about, and my prayer is that we as a church would fall so in love with this book, not the book itself, but the God who the book turns to, right, That we would fall so in love with Jesus and we would fall so in love with his word because we know that it's not just words, church. Time and time again we read of the love of God that he has for us in this book. You can find direction, you can find clarity in this book, you can find meaning in this book. So I want to put it before you today. How committed are you to this book and the truths within it?
1: As, As I look, look at this passage, passage here I see some really beautiful things, things that we can take out of today's
0: message. Right? The first thing that I've seen is if we want to let God's word fill us, us right? Not, not just kind of top us up every now and then but fill our life. lives firstly. We, we need to need remember, remember the relationship. First and, first and foremost, if you want to let God's word fill your life, you need to remember the relationship. Truth isn't just an end unto itself. Truth points to Jesus.
1: And what's amazing is that truth isn't just the destination. Truth is the way to get there.
0: So Jesus isn't just who we're trying to grow our relationship with. Jesus promises to be by our side and to help us towards himself. How amazing is that? We're not left alone in this. We've got a church community, a people group who are trying to walk towards Jesus together, and he's with us in the midst of us.
1: Jesus is both the destination
0: and the way to get there. So we remember the relationship. Secondly, relax in the moment with God. Reading scripture, Bible study, Bible reading, whatever you want to call it, it's not just a one-way conversation. It's a dialogue. Sometimes we say prayer and Bible study. They're, They're separate things. I like to try and bring them together, right? Because as you're reading, you'll probably find things that you don't understand. But in that that moment, moment, you can say, God, can you help help me with this? I don't understand this. This doesn't make sense. Prayer is a dialogue. Bible study is a dialogue because it's it's not just about accumulating knowledge. It's about a relationship, right? It's not an end to truth itself. It's an end to a person, which is Jesus. And he wants you to be in his presence, so relax in it.
1: Maybe you have people in your life that have let you down or friends that have let you down and you don't really feel like you belong there. You don't really feel like you're safe there.
0: You are always safe in the presence of God. There is never a moment that God is like, hang on, can you just wait five minutes? I'm just talking to someone else. God is always, always ready to be with you, to speak with you. He is always ready. So remember the relationship, relax in the moment, read biblical guidance.
1: I think, I think this is, this is a really, really good one for, for those of us, and my, I put myself in this category, who are like into like the self-help
0: category, category. right? We, we, we love those books. We love those podcasts. We love all those things that can help us be better. But,
1: but I think if, if we're being honest, at times we, times we can substitute self-help for what the, what the Bible says about our circumstances.
0: Now, now, I'll, I'll be the first to admit there, there are some things, some things, some topics that there is not a straightforward, clear-cut, this is the answer in Scripture. But...
1: I guarantee if you spend enough time studying God's Word and processing
0: the challenges you're having with Him, what you will find is principles. You will find stories. You will find truth that points you in the way that you should go. God is faithful to do that, and I promise you He will. So seek biblical guidance to your challenges, right? See what the Bible has to say. And finally, respond in worship with thankfulness. Respond in worship with thankfulness. We're going to do that in just a moment. So I want to invite the worship team to come back up. Oh, just tap? Oh, there's no more. Never mind. <laughs> Should have read the program. Um, we're going to, we're hopefully we're going to sing. If we're not, we're going to sing again next week, and it's all good. But this is what we're about here at church, right? As I look through this, and I, I was reflecting on this yesterday, I was like, there are four things here. We've got, we got four steps in our model, right? Let's, let's look through that. Firstly, remember the relationship. What's the first step at church here? No God, right? Know God. Remember the relationship. Secondly, relax in the moment with God. Our second step is find freedom. Right? You can only find freedom if you're in the moment with God, if you're spending time with God and allowing him to take those things that you're struggling with, to carry those burdens for you. Read biblical guidance. We talk about discover purpose as our third step. What What better place place to find purpose, to find find meaning, to find direction for your life than in the Word of God? And finally, make a difference. Respond in worship with thankfulness. Worship worship isn't just singing, right? I talked about singing, singing, but it's it's not just singing. singing. In In Romans 12, we read that offering our our lives lives as a living sacrifice is true and proper worship. So how are we responding in worship and thankfulness? Over Over the next three weeks, we're going going to be continuing to talk talk about truth, truth. right? We're going going to have have a few different speakers sharing, and and I I pray pray that you'll commit to coming to this, this because this is going to be an incredible series. series. I'm 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 just so so blown blown away by by the way God has led this this year, because we planned this series in November last year, not knowing that the climate we would be in right now is one where these messages are so important, that there is a truth you can build your life on, a place where you can find meaning, a place where you can find purpose. You can can find direction direction from a God who who isn't far away, who who isn't isn't hard to find, find, but He is here. He is with us. He is present in your life right now. So So as as I pray, pray, I want to invite you, just let Him in. Let Him him in. Jesus says, says, I stand at the door, I'm knocking. knocking. Anyone Anyone who opens opens the door will come in. We'll share a meal together together as friends. Jesus, as I pray, would you close your eyes with me now? If you want to join me in just inviting Jesus in right now,
1: Might be for for the first first time, time, might be for the hundredth
0: time. time.
1: You You want to know know how many times times it's been, but if you want want to join me, just welcome Jesus
0: into your heart today, church. You just raise your hand with me as I pray. Just say yes, Jesus. I open this this door. Come into my heart. Jesus Jesus sees you, and He's He's coming into your heart heart right now truth isn't just a destination it's not something far away truth is a person and his name is Jesus he died for you and he loves you and so father I just want to pray a prayer of blessing of every hand that is raised in this building today God of every hand that is raised online God there are people tuning in online there are people listening to this in the future Lord on the podcast wherever they're finding it God and they're giving their hearts to you right now and to that I say amen God, we just want to praise you as our God. You are not a God of obscurity, of confusion. You are a God of truth. And we just put our trust and our faith in you and you today, God. You see every hand that is raised to you. You see every heart that has made that decision too. And God, we just give our lives to you today, Father. We come to you. We praise you. And we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, Lord. You saved us. You freed us from the bondage of sin today and forever. Lord, would you continue to move in this church? Would you move on the Gold Coast? Would you move in Australia? Would you bring people to know you, to love you, to serve you, God? This is my prayer today in the mighty name of Jesus.